Christian Egger here. Welcome back to a piece of the bread podcast, bringing you a piece of God's word every Monday morning and every Saturday morning. I want to start a study here on walking by the spirit. Um, and I'm going to go through a kind of challenging to understand chapter in uh, Galatians chapter five and verses one through 12. So we're going to break it down here. I'm going to read the first six verses and then we'll talk about it. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by, the, by a yoke of slavery. Mark my words, I, Paul, tell you that if you let yourselves be circumcised, Christ will be of no value to you at all. Again, I declare to every man who lets himself be circumcised that he is obligated to obey the whole law. You who are trying to be justified by the law have been alienated from Christ. You have fallen away from grace. For through the Spirit we eagerly await by faith the righteousness for which we hope. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision has any value. The only thing that counts is faith, expressing itself through love. So what's interesting in this passage here is this idea of freedom. Christ died so that we could walk in the Spirit with Him. You see, Paul is combating the very notion of living by the law here. He brings up this idea of circumcision. And this might be a kind of a tough thing to understand, but it's a very big cultural thing in Paul's day and age. So what's Paul saying here is he's saying, again, I declare every man who lets himself be circumcised that he's obligated to obey the whole law. According to Jewish law, if you are circumcised, you've got to obey the whole law. You are, are trying to be justified by the law rather than be justified by grace. You see, Christ frees us from the very law that we are under. It is either law or grace, not one or the other. You see, freedom rids us from the law that we are under. I see this a lot in our society, unfortunately. This idea of wanting to be circumcised, wanting to be in the in crowd. And it's not, I'm not saying it like it's actual circumcision, okay? I'm not saying people are going around kids doing that all the time. Um, and that's not the point here. The point is not the circumcision. The point is the attitude behind it. Paul is saying, why are you guys wanting to do this? Paul, you know, Paul even brings it up in verse 6. He says, For if Christ Jesus, for in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision has any value. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. Faith expressing itself through love. So then why? My question to you guys today that I see far too often is let's get so, especially in an election season, it's so one-track-minded. We support one candidate, and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, and I'm not saying that it, it's um, a good thing either, okay? What I'm saying is we, get, we let that take over our lives too many times. You know, I'm voting for this certain candidate in this certain party, or I'm voting for this other candidate in this other certain party. party. And we let that control the narrative of Jesus, which is dangerous to do, which is a very dangerous thing to do. I've seen far too many Christians lose friendships and lose their relationship with God because they've become too uh, political, um, or they become too, too narrow-minded, too focused on something that doesn't really matter. And that's what Paul is trying to bring up here. He's saying, guys, whether you're circumcised or uncircumcised, it does not matter to Jesus. What matters to Jesus is that you're willing to have a relationship with him. That you're willing to seek salvation through him, through the, the watery grave of baptism. That's important. If we keep going through the next uh, 
the verses here, the analogies here. Paul starts in verses 7 through 12. He starts to bring up these different analogies, all right? And in verse 7, he says, You were running a good race. Who cut in on you to keep you from obeying the truth? So Paul brings forth this analogy like running a good race and then getting cut off. This is a profound thing to me. Um, when I, so I graduated from college and a couple of my friends um, that uh, go to York are runners, okay? And I think about this analogy that Paul's using here and, and I could probably connect it to them a little bit. When they're running a race, they're so focused and if someone cuts you off, it's kind of annoying, right? Because you're trying to get to that one spot. You're trying to get to the spot where you need. And that's what Paul is saying is you are so ready to accept the message of Christ. You're ready to be focused on that. You were running a good race. You were doing all the things right. And then you got derailed. You got distracted. You let things take you down that you don't need. Paul says, who cut in on you to keep you from obeying the truth? You see, that kind of persecution does not come from the one who calls you. Wow. That kind of persecution does not come from the one who calls you. That is a profound verse. So Paul's saying, those first people that are trying to cut you off from the faith, they don't care about your faith. In fact, they'd rather see you drown than swim. They're trying to drag you down with all these distractions. And I see that a lot in this time right now of 2020. We get so focused on things that really don't matter in the end. We're so worried about things, and that's not a bad thing. And I'm not saying we shouldn't worry about the, about COVID-19. I'm not saying we shouldn't worry about who gets elected as our next leader of this country. But what, what I do think is we cannot let that control the narrative. We cannot let that control our perception of who Jesus is, our perception of what our mission is on this earth. You see, even Paul, and Paul goes on to say in verse 9, a little yeast works through a whole batch of dough. That's a pretty big verse. Because Paul's saying, if you put a little effort, just a little effort, then it's going gonna, it's gonna to grow. You don't need a lot of yeast to make good bread. You just need yeast. You need to put forth the effort of putting that yeast in the bread. And you could also interpret it this, I feel like, and I interpret it kind of two ways. That through Jesus, we need to have the willingness to put the yeast in the bread. But we need to be careful of other people putting too much of other yeast in our bread. Too much of other things in our life that derail us from understanding who Jesus is and what his mission is. Verse 10 is profound to me. I'm confident in the Lord that you will take no other view the one who is throwing you into confusion, whoever that may be, will have to pay the penalty. Verse 10 is profound to me because anyone who is throwing your faith into confusion will have to pay a penalty. Wow, that's a big promise, ladies and gentlemen. That's a big promise. We need to be wary of what we say because it can have an impact on others' salvation. Are we preaching Jesus or our own version of what we want Scripture to say? We need to be careful not to water down the scripture of Jesus. You see, Paul could have easily have done this. He could have watered down the scripture and not much of it. 
Paul was so emotionally involved in this personal appeal, so stirred to his depths, that one of the bitterest and cruelest expressions pours out in verse 12. He was so, so emotionally involved, as the communicator's commentary puts it. In verse 11, he says, Brothers and sisters, if I am still preaching circumcision, why am I still being persecuted? In that case, the offense of the cross has been abolished. And he says in verse 12, As those agitators, I wish they would go the whole way and emasculate themselves. King James Version says, I could wish that those who trouble you would even cut themselves off. So let's break this down a little bit. What does this mean? See, Paul could have easily done this. Paul could have watered down scripture and not thought much of it. Paul could have said, yes, you need to be circumcised to be saved, only to appeal to a crowd. But no, Paul came to preach Jesus no matter the cost. How many times do we do that? How many times do we sit there and try to water down the message of Jesus, try to water down who Jesus really is? But what are we gaining by that? What are, we, what are we gaining by that when we tell people a false message of Jesus? Nothing. In fact, Paul goes on to say the cruelest expression in verse 12, that they should cut themselves off. So I'll give you a little history on that. The Saibel priests, who were eunuchs, could understand his illusion here. If salvation depended on a merit of physical operation, circumcision, <laughs> then why not go all the way? Why not castrate yourselves? Kind of a serious and almost brutal accusation, but it merits so much when we're thinking about our lives as Christians. We have to be there for others. Paul was not willing to move past being all in on Jesus. Paul had to be all in on Jesus. So my question is to you today, are you all in on Jesus? What does it mean to walk by the Spirit? Number one, and in the first 12 verses, what I see here is not letting outside things get in our way of serving Jesus. Not letting things that don't matter get in the way of serving Jesus. Not getting so much tunnel vision that we forget what the message of the cross is. So I want to encourage you guys this 2020, in the season of COVID, whatever you want to call it, this election season, to not let those things drag down from the message that God is still in control, that God is still here, that God is still the king that he was forever. He's going to be the king he, he, he was forever. He is. He is the king. And he is in control. And that's such a dangerous thing to think about. But you know what? Paul understood that. Paul was telling these people, guys, you're getting too legalistic. You're getting too sidetracked by things that don't matter. And I feel like that's the 2020 theme is we're getting too sidetracked by things that don't matter. What if God is using this COVID season, using this opportunity for us to grow, for us to learn how to walk in the spirit? This has been a piece of the bread podcast, bringing you a piece of God's word every Monday morning and Saturday morning. Thank you so much for watching and have a wonderful day. God bless and walk by the spirit.